Well, everybody, glad to be here. Good to see you. Let's get to the compliments. Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay, I'll I'm go. Feeling, okay, you'll I'll go, go first. first. Okay. Yeah, because I know you're feeling. So, um, John, I'm going to start with you. <clears throat> Once again, you look handsome as hell. Um, I don't think that can be stressed enough. Uh, there was there was a there was a compliment um, that we got as uh, hosts from a listener saying that you can hear the handsomeness. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not speci- not specifically about you, John, but no. about all of us. Okay. Um, I was going to say we all sound handsome. I think I agree. Um, thank you. If that was a compliment, sound handsome. This is the blue man. This is the blue man group. This is the blue man group. This the blue man group. This is the blue man group. This is the blue man I imagine that the the guys who are pulling down 60k a year, they it's all about the two months right before Halloween. Oh, definitely. I'm imagining the candy corn families to be like, "What's the date today?" And then it's like, uh, "It's October 2nd. They're like, "Oh shit!" Like we can't. <laughs> we we're not even halfway done with what we need to be doing. I also imagine they have a lot of like family, like turbulence. It's like dad is all of his focus is on like. The industry, yeah, he gets like real resentful. Mm-hmm. By October, can't make it to your track meet. And by <laughs> October fifteenth, we'll start getting all of the like twenty twenty like warning signs about the candy corn industry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. This close to Halloween, the sales should be triple what they are right now. <laughs> yeah, it's like so goes the candy corn industry, or whatever. Whatever that that saying is, I just love saying it for anything because they around election time they're saying that stuff for everything it's like well you know like this one village in ohio every single time they voted uh you know something's happened right as as goes akron so goes the nation (laughs) there we go exactly that's it that's a kind of related to what we were talking about last week like the obsession with the tiny little towns and their weird spiritual significances it's kind of like uh, because we don't have the history that Europe has, for example, yeah. Um, at least like the historical consciousness, we have to in America. You have to like invent these special, like instead of there being you know the bones of a saint in some tiny town, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Need, there needs to be you know it needs to have some kind of prescience with regards to the election, or it has uh, like a hamster that helps us tell the future or something yeah exactly <laughs> totally well it's like uh um there all those like little sayings too like uh when 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 detroit sneezes america catches cold you know like <laughs> stuff like that yeah exactly it's like what and like ooh, what <laughs> it's is all this? just complete like woozle wuzzle just totally fake yeah totally it's, it's all our- like it, it's total like yeah it's just total woozle wuzzle invented by like journalists from like 60 years ago we're still using it yeah, yeah, exactly. Somebody, somebody self-consciously made it up, like in the newsroom, because they're and like, like some Yaley's did. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, sell papers. <laughs> I mean, like uh, Macomb County in Michigan, like the news is obsessed always every yeah. election. Yeah. Every two years, they're obsessed with Macomb because of the Reagan Democrats. Right. Yeah. That was like how many years ago? 40, 40, 40 years, years ago. ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like 40 fucking years ago. People have had like relatively full lives since then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like so, um, one would hope. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if they if you die at forty, it's like <clears throat> it's a tragedy, but it's not like a terrible tragedy. Well, let's be w- honest. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm. I'm. Right. I'm opening I don't know. Up. I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna go along with that one, but okay. <coughs> <clears throat> All right. Let me get. Some Mark, more. you're a few years away from forty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I am. You, I am. Uh, it wouldn't have be you a made terrible a, tragedy. Yeah. No, have you made any fun. arrangements? Um. Yeah, my my arrangements are like who's gonna get my like Gmail password? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's so true. That's one like, of the things that I've th- that I probably would want to include in my will is all the passwords. I thought like that would be some sort of like <clears throat> Silicon Valley like pitch pitch deck kind of thing that it would be fun to make and like tour around to investors is like this idea of um like death book kind of it's it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like you're you're just talking about like what's going to happen to all this shit when you die and like yeah. you're just like freaking out these guys who want to live to be like 300 years old or whatever like they're like well I'm not going to die it's like you are going to die and then just yeah. tell them about like your whole digital uh like everything you own online when you're dead what's going to happen to it <laughs> and just like yeah. they would hate that pitch they but would. i would love to give it yeah i know yeah i feel like you could you could like build like a perverse career in silicon valley off that where they bring you in as like a yeah as like a scary movie <laughs> yeah. you're not looking for seed money you're just looking to blow minds yeah yeah you give yeah. them like the unvarnished truth and they kind of freak <laughs> out for a little bit and then forget about it yeah 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 taking on the california ideology but honestly, like pausing the video, I mean, or pausing the recording, not really, but th- like the <coughs> idea of having a monthly service where you pay every month and you have all your passwords saved. It's like there's already companies like that, mm-hmm. but then you pitch it as in this is like death insurance for when you die, this account will be available yeah. and you, you, you have it connected to, there's like some sort of tripwire dead, kind of dead thing. man switch yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> i know i've thought about this like dead a lot <laughs> literal dead man switch that's um, only for family men though who need to worry about that that's true but i mean yeah there's still there's still probably a handful of family men out there family men family men <laughs> a dying breed dying at 40 <laughs> Well, I didn't even want to use them. You know, last time I had a big problem. They oscillated my mics when I had the one debate. We had three debates with Hillary. And on, I think, the first debate, they... Yeah. On the first debate, they oscillated the mic. And they oscillated it very, very seriously. And they actually apologized to me. This is another callback, but, like, 
what yesterday I was talking about how I know nothing about recording. Like I clearly don't because I know nothing about what he's talking about with oscillating the mic. Oscillating a mic. Does not, I know. He's not. Yeah. I think he's saying isolating maybe, but he's saying it dumb. Ah, really? Yes. Oscillating. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> I don't think he's like referring to like men in like 1950s, like science labs with like big CRT monitors and like those gr green wavy lines. Oscillate. Okay. Yeah, there's maybe he no... knows more. Maybe he does know something that <laughs> he's like an audio guy. <laughs> We're looking up oscillating microphone. He's like an yeah. And it seems to be something real, but about it's feedback. Very, it's highly technical. <laughs> Oscillation with transformer-based inputs. <laughs> it's something that's that's spatial I averaging and building acoustics <laughs> or sound power. Wow, this is like he studied like electroacoustics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Donald Trump, yeah, was a major investor in Bell Labs. <laughs> yeah, only EA majors can really like get this. Wow, he's. He's gone deep. Yeah, this is this like is... when you find out Paris Hilton is like a train enthusiast. It's like Donald yes. Trump is like a field recording guy. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yeah, he's really into music concrete. <laughs> yeah, he, he he takes like uh, the the big boom mic. He calls it an oscillating mic, but uh, and then puts the headphones <laughs> on and like stands on hills. And, yeah, he's got the like he <laughs> builds like a cone around the the microphone to like get birds from far away to like yeah. isolate them. Yeah, oscillate them. <laughs> he's, into, he's into those microphones that are built into like mannequin heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, yeah, I forget what those are called. The, uh, yeah, the binaural, 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 yeah, binaural, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's a huge audio guy. He's like, yeah, I've got like a uh, Macintosh amp at home that's like uh, direct power to a few monitors, <laughs> like. It's a it's a Dolby seven one setup. So uh, <laughs> the White House is a beautiful building, but they just don't have clean power, and you just can't run <laughs> yeah. delicate electronics through that through their circuit board. It's not good. Yeah, it's yeah, outdated. You, you gotta isolate it. They set it up with the uh, you know with Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, hold on. Um, let's get. I think this one. See ah. Yeah, he could not sound more like he lives in a retirement home than in that clip. It's awesome. Yeah, I love that. The, just there's dead air, like <laughs> you know, and in, in hand, yeah. he's like, um, "Um, sir, uh, uh." <laughs> it puts Hannity on his heels. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love that. all right, this one. Um, some will be starting in a week or two. Are you? Will you encourage your supporters to get out and vote early? Well, I want him to vote, but I will say this. Absentee is okay. Because the absentee ballots... <laughs> absentee ballots are fine. Because absentee ballots, you request, you ask for a ballot, and you request. And that's it. Absentee ballots are absolutely fine. You request them, you fill them in, you send them back in. You did a really good job at clearing it, and then you can start to hear it creep back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because he, give, he when he clears it, then he just like gives it real. Like he's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna double down," and he's like, hey. "Absolutely, yeah, yeah," just goes for it. Okay, that was good, and I think, uh, oh yeah, but you the, know what? Uh, this is mean because it's like that's what I sound like now. It's fall. Go to the tiny windows one. Pardon? Not this one, but the tiny windows. 
uh, go to the. Bottom. I love the. Keep scrolling. The, the tiny one. windows thing is like he's like a Tumblr poet. California's yeah. gonna have to ration. Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. There, there has been articles out, and I would assume that uh, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris not giving their position on core packing would be a national ad. I assume them both on record saying they would ban fra fracking would be an ad that would run uh, in a lot of cycles in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Uh, their website that endorses the, the Green New Deal and Joe Biden saying he would spend trillions of dollars on it and pledging that. What would the new Green Deal uh, look like, in your view, if implemented as part New Green by Deal. Joe, New Green uh, Deal. Uh, Biden and as a co-sponsor with Kamala Harris in the U.S. Senate. Well, it's a deal that was conceived of by not smart people, <laughs> AOC plus three yes. and others. I don't even think they had any experience in the environment. But this was a deal conceived of. And the real price is $100 trillion. That's more money that this country could make. In a hundred years, if things went well, <sighs> okay? I mean, they literally want to take buildings down and rebuild them with tiny little <laughs> windows okay little windows so you can't see out you can't see the light and uh, the whole thing is so crazy it's such a crazy thing and take a look and biden agreed to this with crazy bernie because you know they have the manifesto they've agreed to most of these things and it's going to cost more money our country will be a ninth world country, not a third world country, a ninth world country. We won't have energies. Look at what's happening with the rolling blackouts in California. Look at where California is going to have to ration water. You know why? Because they send millions of gallons of water out to sea, out to the Pacific, because they want to take care of certain little tiny fish that aren't doing very well without water, to be honest with you. But, uh, it's, uh, it's a very sad thing that's happening. It's no it's like well. No, is he talking about shrimp? Like, what is They're not doing well without water. Like, doing where well, are honest. they? <laughs> They're oh, in a dry God. spot of the ocean. That is such yeah. a rich like clip. There's so much in there. AOC plus three, a brand new sitcom coming to NBC this fall. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that one clip is packed with jokes. To the gills. Like, to the tiny packed. gills. Yeah. It, it, tiny windows, tiny fish. The manifesto. I love that yeah. like 12 <laughs> minutes into the debate, Trump somehow like judo threw Joe Biden into going, there is no manifesto. Got him to, to like refuse and refuse to acknowledge the manifesto. Talk about the manifesto. Read, I want to read the manifesto <laughs> that Joe wrote with crazy Bernie. <laughs> like it seems that sounds really promising. I know. Yeah, Trump's elections like in his head is like nuts. There's like tiny bit, tiny windows. Tiny windows. The fish. He's trying to save the tiny fish. I know. He's trying, yeah. to, keep, he's trying to save us from having tiny windows and living in the dark. I sympathize yeah. with him. Like, if he truly believes all those things, he's really living in like a time of crisis. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's is. doing what he, everything he can. Yeah. He's living in an age where reason is just collapsing like, <laughs> very quickly. <laughs> Thank you.
So, um, as you obviously know, since Trump has been cured and released of uh, COVID-19, the coronavirus that's... He caught and he was released from the hospital. Catch and release. Catch and release. Yeah. He's like the DNR, the Department of Natural Resources, has got their hands on old Donnie Trump. <laughs> and uh, he he's... He's been touting uh, regener regenerol or something. <laughs> I don't I what it was called. Geronterol. Yeah, but then he so it, it the the crazy thing about like uh, the, one of the crazy things about Donald Trump is just uh, he's got eighty seven million followers, which is <laughs> nuts. So and um, that that just seems like that's free media kind of right like because you can drop a video and it's immediately going to get a million views within like 10 minutes probably yeah and uh i think that's kind of a like why run tv ads because that are expensive as fuck when you can just do this shit for free i guess so he just started releasing these videos and also i i'm kind of under the impression that he's like completely fucked on uh, steroids, as they keep saying on <laughs> on uh, like TV, whenever I hear, I always call them steroids. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, but then so then and then I hear like all the commentaries be like, he's on a, a cocktail of steroids, and and I'm like, steroids, but then it is <laughs> it is spelled that way. So I'm on his uh, the Donald Trump Twitter page. By the way, I do not follow him. I will not allow that man to. <laughs> to uh grace his pre beautiful presence and eyes on my feed Although i started I would... following him this week for the first oh, nice. time i i clicked follow interesting because... so the yeah. video content's really resonating with you yeah totally yeah he because he pivoted to video like in and like i don't know when that was like 2016 2015 or something all these media uh companies in new york and stuff like that all started pivoting to video so too, so goes New York media in 2014, as goes Donald Trump in 2020. <laughs> so um, this one, yeah, there we go. Yeah, this one is nuts. So he's uh, he posted it, it, it. It's called to my favorite people in the world. And he's he, looking svelte and handsome. He's on he's, the front lawn of the White House. He's talking to the Blue Men group. Well, OK, he's, yeah, but, he's talking to us his favorite people but okay watch the background of this video because it seems like he's on the white house lawn <laughs> oh just yeah look closely at this like trust me okay mm -hmm. Let, let's um okay so also the way he starts is like i i did the morning announcements in seventh grade <laughs> and i identify with what he's <laughs> trying to do because like <laughs> sometimes you just start a sentence and you're like all right just go with it. And so like you're talking, <laughs> you're talking, but like in your head, you're thinking about what you're talking about, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. Mm -hmm. So right at the start, he does that. And I did that many times in seventh grade. Here we go. So to my favorite people in the world, the seniors, I'm a senior. I know you don't know that. <laughs> Nobody knows that. Maybe you don't have to tell them, but I'm a senior. Like that, <laughs> like I don't, I don't know what, I do not know what the fuck he's talking about. But like he did it, yeah, <laughs> said it. 
Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, you start something and then you're just sort of like, let's see where this goes. <laughs> yeah, and you're trying to like wrap it up real quick. Like, <laughs> let, but then you're like a, a second and a half into the in the sentence and you're like, all right, not the best, but let's let's do it. Let's keep going. Here we go. We are making tremendous progress with this horrible disease that was sent over by China. China will pay a big price for what they did to the world <laughs> and to us. <laughs> We okay. have Pause it? medicines yeah. right now, and I call them a cure. That part, like, like that's a, a cadence that I'm not from. Like, I haven't heard him use that cadence very much. It's weird. Um, here, what do you mean? Like this yeah. part? We are making tremendous progress with this horrible disease that was sent over by China. China will pay a big price for what they did to the world. <laughs> Yeah, you know it's like his heart's not really in it anymore. To the world. Yeah. Yeah, he's almost like bored with China. He he's like he he's he's been on the phone so much with like Chinese leadership that he's like starting to like them or something like that. Like something's something's up. Like John said, his heart's not into it. Yeah. To us. But we have medicines right now, and I call him a cure. I went into the hospital a week ago. I was very sick. (laughs) I call him a cure. Yeah, very semantic. <laughs> yeah, it's so, but it's so schlocky. It's like, it just, it is like a, uh, uh, infomercial. Like that's, that's just his style. Like that's his, pe- like the, my pillow guy. Like he's taking, yeah. he's taking cues from that, that adult man, that yeah. little my pillow dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, we're going to see that guy with the big okay. green suit with question marks all over it. Walking oh, through uh, the less, background in a second. I was thinking, um uh, uh the of the fact that like the my pillow guy like his name is Mike Lindell but I feel like people love saying my pillow so much that they call him the my pillow guy. <laughs> it's true. Because like we could have learned his name like it didn't <laughs> yeah. have to go in that direction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's the my pillow guy. <laughs> yeah. He probably gets that all day. Like, hey, it's a my pillow guy. He's like actually my name is and people have yeah. already moved on. They don't they yeah. don't actually want right. to hear. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, a, no, he's yeah. like an elephant man type figure. Like he's like in public and people are just constantly like throwing the my pillow thing at him. He's yep. like, I have a name. <laughs> yeah. We just love oh my that. God. The we just love my plus pillow. My pillow. We my love pillow. his invention. Because we all love we, our pillows. We should call him yeah. Mike Pillow. Mike Pillow. Um on the uh, Ron Ecstasy News Network uh stream that I do, we we did kind of a deeper dive into Mr. My Pillow and we watched some of his like speeches that he gives. <laughs> and he's on like the speaking circuit. And um, he talks about how he was a drug addict and like he found Christ in pillows. (laughs) Uh, Let's return to uh, Donald Trump. And it was incredible. It was incredible. I could have walked out the following day sooner. It was incredible the impact it had. And we're going to make that and others that are similar to it, almost identical. We're going to make them available. Immediately, we have an emergency. Nobody knows what the fuck he's talking about. Like, what, <laughs> okay. what, Doesn't what? this look like a green screen to you? Um, uh, I kind of know what you mean. Yeah, I got to pay more attention to that. And I saw like I, someone on the internet was I, like, I don't know if this is true or not, but they were saying that like there's leaves that you can see um, uh, <laughs> like go on loop. <laughs> that like that the background is like a subtle loop. 
BuzzFeed yeah. disagrees. Okay, okay. Um, but okay, I, I, I like to... Sorry, I'm spreading disinformation here. This is a product of video compression. So uh, for you compressor heads out there, <laughs> this is... Uh, That's true, yeah. I'm, just... I'm not on Trump's level in terms of this technical stuff. Yeah, all right. Here, we, yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to uh, DJT. See youth authorization that I want to get signed immediately. The FDA has moved at a level that they've never moved before. Things that would take two, three, four years are taking a matter of weeks or even sooner than that. And that's because of me. We're taking care of our seniors. You're not vulnerable, but they like to say the vulnerable, but you're the least vulnerable. But for this one... Uh, fact check, <laughs> incorrect. Seven Pinocchios on that one. Uh, seniors are extremely vulnerable. I don't understand the reasoning behind... Like, I mean, I guess he's he's like pumping up seniors by telling them that they're not vulnerable. So they can go I, out and vote. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get them. He He's trying to say, like, I'll give you free medicine if you vote for me. Right, right. Which right. He, he's never going to do. Like, I don't know. He, he, he wouldn't do that. He's saying that. Okay, I know him and he wouldn't do that. <laughs> we'll get to the point later in the video where he talks about, like, how that's going to happen. One thing, you are vulnerable. And so am I. But I want you to get the same care that I got. I got incredible care of Walter Reed, incredible doctors. And this medicine in particular, one medicine was unbelievable. You're going to get the same medicine. You're going to get it free, no charge. And we're going to get it to you soon. And the nice <laughs> part is it's made by a number of companies. It's totally safe, but it's powerful against this disease. So we're going to get it out to you. We're going to take care of our seniors all free. And I just want to thank you. And what we've gone through as a country is a horrible thing. My opponent, as you know, he talks, but he never did anything in 47 years. I did more in 47 months than he did in 47 years. He keeps bringing up the 47 years thing. Is that like how long Joe Biden's been in? Uh, uh, Joe Biden's only 47 Senate? years old. Yeah. <laughs> That's his age. Yeah. Like he keeps... <laughs> It seems as though like Trump had some sort of like uh, testing done, where he's like, they're like, that people hate the number forty-seven. Just keep saying forty-seven, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like statistically proven your forty-seventh <laughs> year on Earth sucks. Yeah. So, uh, brought to you by the same study that told uh, companies not to name their products anything with V, starting with V. <laughs> Yeah, don't tell that to Volvo. <laughs> they hate that story. So is he talking about the medicine? Is he talking about Regeneron? Is that what he's talking about? I, I mean, yeah, I believe so. He won't name it. He just talks. It's the same old thing. If it were up to him, you wouldn't have this. You wouldn't have anywhere near it for years. They wouldn't even be talking about anything like this. He had his. What are you talking about? <laughs> again? Say this again. We had it for years. And one swine flu. And it was one of the great disasters. He didn't know what he was doing. But I do know what I'm doing. And <laughs> the seniors are going to be taken care of. And then everybody's going to be taken care of. And it's coming out really fast. So thank you very much. We love you. We love America. Yeah. yeah. We, it, unsure of what the fuck he's talking about in this. Donnie, Donnie Mr. One Take. <laughs> I know. Yeah. That's the other thing. He, he just <laughs> nails the takes. Mr. One Take. Mr. Fr one and Done. Yeah, nails them all the time. Does he look? I know this is like incredibly tired, but he looks really orange. <laughs> yeah, like especially orange. Like yeah, really. orange man looks orange. He well, that's like uh, people were saying like he looks like shit 
um, when he was in the hospital. I thought he looked like somewhat better because he didn't look orange. He looked more human. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And like, I don't know, maybe he's kind of got like a burnt orange tie on that Mm. kind of like matches with the green background. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be red, but it looks more orangey on this because uh, of compression. Because of compression. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so Donnie, Donald Trump is just pivoting to these videos. Uh, I think it's smart as hell. Um, it's going to win him the senior vote. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's also like so fascinating to me how um, when he returned home from the uh, hospital, Mr. Harry Reed or whatever Walter Reed. Yeah. Um <laughs> it was like he he landed in the chopper and then made that video and it was like clearly so clear that he was just filming that video. And then like an hour later there's like a extremely high quality video commercial done on on his uh Twitter page. Mm-hmm. And that's like I think that's so fascinating. And like, he's just using the images of the white house and all that kind of stuff as back as, as like his movie set. It's all Mark Burnett production mm-hmm. in my mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the white house is in like every single shot right. of every video. Yeah. It's, and I, it's so confused seniors when they go to vote, they're like, wait, who's the president? Who's in the white house? That's who I'm voting for. That's yeah, I've, I've seen this guy. Yeah, and then also on on uh, we're we're kind of watching in silence right now. This they're showing video of Amy Coney Barrett in the like, I don't know what that place is called, the lawn or whatever. And that was like <laughs> the legit super spreader event, isn't that like how everyone in in yeah. DC got sick? <laughs> yeah, it's in one of his ads. <laughs> yeah, and he's just showing. It. It's got 1.8 million views. But yeah, I'm also like super fascinated with how fast he can get um get some views you know and uh yeah he, he he's fascinating i don't know it's all it's all fucked he hates biden um what whatever i don't know yeah. I, it's like i don't think he can get lost in the sauce on this kind of stuff you know what i mean boys you know what i'm totally. talking about yeah 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 Thank no you. well i mean no, we can I, all I agree that like this watching all of this shit go down in 2020 makes us uh feel that both parties are total shit and that we wish that there was some strong third party presence in the united states oh completely like um and and i i've uh i potentially talked about this before but um in um 2004 i made a video called third party youth for c-span uh, they had a thing called campaign cam and it was a, um, uh, uh like a, a, a contest where you could write, like make a video. And it was about like whatever you wanted about the 2004 election. And my whole video was about how we need third parties. And, like, uh, if we don't have third parties, like it's just going to be the same shit all the time. And I went from where I grew up in Michigan to Dearborn, Michigan to go see Ralph Nader. And I just like filmed Ralph Nader and then made a video out of it. And I got third place. Um, <laughs> C-SPAN I, was very hot for Nader at the time. That really boosted <laughs> you up in the contest. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I was I was like super hot for Nader. Um, and uh, it's funny because like 
I have the video up right in front of me right now. This guy who's talking, barely paying any attention. I'm filming this. <laughs> yeah. He, he's like talking to me, but then like looking around at other things. He's very this, concerned that a car is going to hit him in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. This guy, I'm not sure if he's still in jail, but uh, he's <laughs> he's like, see, he's always in the like, oh, he's a radio host now. Perfect. Um, okay. But he was in jail for like quite a while for doing getting up to like crazy shit. Uh, Good name. Anyway, too, Sam Riddle. Sam Riddle. Yeah. And he was like. Name. He was telling me it's so funny. I love this. So yeah, I was like 18 when I made this and like um he he's talking about like yeah, he's like young people have to get involved. Like it's you're just going to like whatever, it's not going to work for you. And then the next guy. So this was perfect and I remember my friend and I as we made it. These okay, so right now we're looking at two old men, gray-haired men flanked and then in the middle there's like a young kid, right? Yeah. And these two old guys are just like the youth got to speak up. Kids aren't speaking up these days as the kid in the middle is just like silent <laughs> like, and just seems like completely shell-shocked and scared. And then, yeah, I drove through. I was like driving through Detroit, just filming shit. And then like, uh, uh, I, yeah, I had like kids I went to high school with. I was like just telling them what to say. <laughs> I was like, just say that you don't <laughs> like the Democrats or Republicans. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I was like, that's like, going to help. Like, you're a young Jacob Wool. Yeah. yeah, essentially. Who, um, yeah. So I Jacob's like filters you're putting over it too. Yes. Uh, I, I featured like um, Radiohead in the soundtrack, Roiksop. Uh, I think there was a Beck song in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Sign and of the Times putting a Beck song in it. Lots yeah. of Ralph Nader. There I am. Look at that. Wow. Yes. Young, young me. Yeah, you're gonna have to post yes. this uh, documentary on yeah, Patreon. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post this on the Patreon. It's worth worth watching. Uh, and Mark Sanford the clip, yeah, frame that should be the uh, image for the nice. For the yeah, I was trying. So this at uh, this specific thing, uh, my friend and I tried to go to a John Kerry rally with uh, fake press passes that we made. <laughs> And I, I was like, yeah, this is going to work. <laughs> it's like, it's like a high, there's like people with machine guns. everywhere. <laughs> like they're not going to let you in, man. You got a jacket on. I know I had a, um, a corduroy jacket that I got at a, uh, a thrift store that I, I really liked. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I mean, so the fir first thing, first things first, we're not going to get to any third party in the current system in my mind right the only way that you can get to to have any sort of political sway would have to be like ross perot who was a billionaire and he paid billions of dollars i don't know if he paid billions of dollars at that time but like he put all of his own money uh a la trump into a third party um candidacy i believe for the reform party and did like pretty well uh yeah. split split the vote and that's how um i think that's kind of how clinton ended up winning uh in 92 but that's what's going to happen you're just going to consistently yeah. split the vote and then and then that's how the democrats and republicans just point at third parties to be like well you're a spoiler right, right. like and i got to talk with ralph nader about 
the 2000 election because he ran an absolutely awesome campaign in 2000. I love that. I, I was just coming around to politics, but like that, that, that was influential to me where the Nader LeDuke thing where they had all these cool people involved. It was kind of like the Bernie campaign of now of uh, 2020, you know, mm-hmm. all, all, all your favorite uh, artists and musicians and that kind of stuff, kind of drumming up support for somebody that they really agree, agree with. But he, he, uh, you know, Florida was, was decided by 535 votes Ralph Nader's like, it's not my fault you couldn't get 535 votes. That's yeah. on you. Like, yeah. Yeah. do not blame me for you not get, you're like, you have the fucking world behind you. You have all of the corporate money in the world, every single hedge fund, every single private equity group, every single uh, oil lobby is going to back the Republicans or Democrats. They don't care. So you well, can't blame Ralph Nader for that. And it right. also seems premised on the idea that like that getting votes is like a zero sum game that like somebody will either vote for X or Y, but they will vote. Whereas if you look at the voter turnout in 2000, yeah. it's probably not super high. Right like, now, it's real bad. You know, it's uh, like find that. the fact that probably, you know, at least like a third of the country, I would guess. I mean, we're looking it up, but probably a third of the country didn't even vote in 2000. 50%. Let's, yeah, voter turnout, um, 50.3%. So, so that was the lowest in the past, <laughs> um, at least 12. It, it, we're looking at 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012. It's the lowest out of those. Right. So, you know, it's like, I feel like the, the fact that 50% of the United States doesn't cast a vote at all it is like a, an under-discussed data point in trying to understand American politics. It's a huge indictment. Yeah, when people talk about like a political mandate, like when a president wins and they come into office with like, you know, over 50% of the vote, it's like you're talking about a quarter of the country. Yeah. You're winning like half of 50%. Right. Yeah. So I, so what I'm, yeah, I think that all of this, that's a huge indictment of the system that like nobody's actually that involved nobody meaning half of the country right um but so like the 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 voting system has to fucking change and i know that like uh maine i think maine supreme court has like okayed um rank choice voting for this upcoming election i believe new york city in um their their like city elections has rank choice voting like mm-hmm. there needs to be some sort of proportionality here Mm-hmm. with regards to voting but like why can't we have a strong green movement like the green party like come on we're we're facing ecological crisis that's clearly like the biggest uh existential threat that we have to face that's not like i i'm i'm on on a day-to-day basis i'm not that afraid of uh like um, whatever ISIS has morphed into or or like some boogeyman, you know, right. in Syria or whatever. I am, however, concerned that like my drinking water is not going to be potable or, um, right. you know, like these kinds of things, like real threats. And then like, I don't believe that the Republicans have any uh, stake in me having good water. <laughs> 
And I don't think the Democrats really Democrats do either, don't though. either. No. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like we we've we we've had both Republicans and Democrats run the state of Michigan. The problems are still happening. Yeah. Um right. because we're 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 just bending towards the middle, you know, this kind of like imaginary like well, this is what these 50% of people want and blah blah blah. So, man, I wish and it sucks. It just annoys me so much that because I wish because I have like an idea of what I want society to look like and there's no avenues for that wish to go through that I'm like the weird one. Yeah. And that that it's like, "Nah, you shouldn't really do that." It's like, "But that's what we need." Yeah. Like we have to settle. We just constantly have to settle every single election. And that annoys me. Yeah. And it's the Democrats have to take over this like role of like homogenizing every alternative into mm-hmm. a non-option. Like they have to make everything a compromise. And it's funny that you say that, like, you don't believe that the Democrats care about you having clean drinking water. And that's absolutely true. I just looked at Nestle, who has like a major stake in Lake Michigan and ownership of like the Great Lakes. Yep. And this election cycle, they're they're leaning more Democrat than in their political contributions. Yeah, like, because it's 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 betting markets for them. You know, yeah. it's just like okay, and 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 it's weird that Trump said it in 2016. He's like, yeah, I've given to both because it doesn't matter if you have tons of money. It doesn't matter who you're giving. You're just trying to influence whoever's in power. Yeah. And that's the thing that the, the people in power, pro they, exactly. They know that too. They're like, yeah, just pay me and uh, I'll try to get in whatever paper bills you want me to do. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's sad. I mean, well, we were talking about it, but I feel like we should all run as Green Party <laughs> candidates. All right. Uh, I'll do in, it. In, in 2022, we should file our papers. Uh, Announcing November, my November my intention to run as a Green Party candidate right here on this podcast. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm waiting for a draft movement. You know, those were like, I don't think they've had one in like a while, but in 2004, there was like the draft Wesley Clark movement and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Where there's like these small movements of people like, we really want you to do this. We really, and it's like a long drawn out thing. It's like, well, there's like an exploratory committee for the draft committee that is like, <laughs> sure if Ron Ecstasy is actually going to run. And yeah, then folks, are we going to draft Ron Ecstasy or what? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. And like, um, yeah, I, I I will be running for library board, um, or like uh, yeah. There, there's always like some sort of like, I whenever there's an election, I love seeing the the much lower offices rank. It's like a water pipeline master and stuff like that. <laughs> there, there's, there's many water water pipe master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's many uh many many things that you can get to. Interestingly, yeah, that's party, a lifetime position. The water water pipe master. Once you're elected, you become basically a, a dictator. You're in Czar, there. Yeah, you're in there for a long time. So I I uh, I've looked into. I mean, the Green Party. It's yeah, if you're see, and we're also stuck in this like annoying situation where if you're in a state like Michigan, you're in a state like Wisconsin, you have to vote for Joe Biden because it's swing state. 
too difficult. If you live in California, yeah, you know, you vote for Green Party, but it's not going to matter. Like that's that, mm-hmm. that just sucks. I hate that. That, that that's not, You're not allowed to actually choose. That's not choice. Yeah, that that's not that's not kind of democracy that we want to be living in. At least I don't want to be. Living no, I in. think it's like a kind of a soft fascism, honestly. Yeah, I mean, sure. yeah, I I want us all to to run just so that we have the experience firsthand of the total frustration of this system mm-hmm. just of like of you know proving it that proving it to ourselves that it it's uh it's impossible that would be very blue men group we just yeah. have to like be like extremely frustrated even <laughs> with the system yeah well uh, um i've been on the green party uh website and uh i love t-shirts i love buying t-shirts and uh uh the 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 large t-shirt with their logo on it has been sold out for like, it's real slick though for like a year. We should, uh, should we get a Ron ecstasy version of this shirt? Uh, that'd be tight. But I mean, like a lot of the stuff on their, on their website is sold out. Oh, you're saying, (laughs) I don't know if it's, uh, I don't know if, if that's like planned that way, but I don't know. So one of the things is like green party, what I, you you can be like a socialist in the Green Party. You can be a conservative in the Green Party. You know, I, and I I think that they're like kind of okay with that. Right. I think that there's there's no real like. I know that there's like green ideology, and there there is like Howie Hawkins, the guy running for green president. He's like running kind of like a Bernie esque campaign. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna you know he's not gonna do that great, but like. Um, I just think that like president take, Howie take, yeah, <laughs> we always needed a president Howie That's not gonna take happen. like the DSA or whatever. Right. Like there's a lot of like infighting in the DSA because there's an, there's a, a, a like a scripture that you kind of have to stick to Yeah, of, you know, uh, varying degrees of socialism. Whereas right. I think there's a bit more wiggle room within the, um, within the green party. And I, I have a feeling, I mean, I don't know, there's gotta be, I know at least in Germany back in the day, there was like the uh, uh, the Green Party had a m- major infighting with the uh, realists and the idealists. Um, hmm. So like that's something we need to uh, address. See, what you were saying earlier where you have these, you know, political feelings or, or things that you feel like needs to be done in the country and there's just mm-hmm. no expression for it. It's not as if there's some, you know, we have a parliamentary system and there's some tiny party that, you know, you can still, you can express your political values by voting for them and organizing and you have some tiny amount of representation. There's just no real outlet in American politics for so many uh, ideological positions. Mm -hmm. There just needs to be a party that's just like... If whatever you feel, if the parties don't capture it, then this is the party for you. (laughs) Yeah. The biggest tent ever. (laughs) Yeah. Or or like think about if there were like a handful of parties, right? And right now, if you're like a true fascist where you're, you know, like kind of armed, you're into the Confederate flag, stuff like that. You know what I'm Uh talking about? Like a true American fascist. Yeah. If they had their own little party or something like that, 
they'd be pull. You know, I mean, I hope they would be like pulling, pulling at like point two percent or something right, like that. Right. And they would just be shown for being cranks, you know? Yes, exactly. Whereas now they're like legitimized by being in the Republican Party. Right. <laughs> right. Because that's the only place that they have to go. And so like it would lay bare in my mind how like small some of these niche ideologies are. It, even within like the boogeyman of like communists within the Democrat mm-hmm. part Democratic Party. It's like, come on. Like it's it's truly like seventeen people, you know, and three of them, <laughs> most of them are related. Yeah, and it's right. like um, I I just think that if there were options, we'd be able to see uh, what people are actually thinking, and it may not just be this big blob in the center. Yeah, right, 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 and the, yeah, it would maybe lead to less hysteria because people could actually understand what the political persuasions of Americans actually are. Rather than yes. being kind of, it's like, okay, well, the GOP represents everything that's to the right of X. And then it's like, yeah. okay, well, the, you know, there's a lot of bad people in there. Yeah. And I don't know. I I, I just get real frustrated with, with what's going on. And I mean, like, I didn't watch the um, uh, Wednesday uh, VP debate. I was streaming on the Ron Ecstasy News Network on Twitch, um, Wednesday nights, Friday nights at nine. Um, but... I, I guess that they kept on doing this thing, especially on environmental issues where Pence would say something, and then Kamala Harris would kind of double down. And one of them was like, uh, we love fracking. Like that's a cool thing in the democratic party, I guess that Wait, like, yeah. uh, Kamala said, we love fracking. Um, <laughs> I believe, I don't know if it was, we love fracking, but, but she yeah, was like expressing com- like, affection for fracking uh and there was a uh tweet um that that hold on i i would love to find the tweet not i should have watched basically they were competing for like who you know could love fracking more rather than one party taking a position that says hey you know this is what fracking is this is you know we should talk about it we should you know we should maybe be somewhat critical of it yeah not just like trying to get like the issue as a non-issue like don't worry about like what we're going to do when we're in office about like oil or fracking or any, like any of that stuff focus more on like the issues that are like a lot more uh uh things that we don't have like any stakeholders in right that are, that are completely like, symbolic right that's fracking a point. Is something that they could actually do something about but they're not they don't want to so then that becomes well we'll just agree and then that way we're not going to be held to any standard. Exactly. Yeah. And they know that it doesn't matter because they're, they're stoking everybody up with like fears that, you know, like gunmen are going to storm the white house. <laughs> if like, you know, if Biden doesn't win by a landslide, that kind of right. thing. Um, but yeah, sorry. I wanted to find that. Um, I, I swear there was a tweet that she was just like, fracking is great because <laughs> i thought that that's what uh i thought that's what aoc like respond to it like actually fracking is bad oh uh, uh, yeah bad, actually i'm not sure but yeah it was really disappointing i mean yeah and and even um joe biden just going out in the uh trump debate and just being like no green new deal fuck that that's not something we need and it's right. like come on this is like the thing that we need we're facing right 
huge climate catastrophe. We like, need tiny windows. We right? need, I want tinier windows. We need my smaller window. windows. Yeah. Too much light is getting in. I know my house. I know. I don't know what to do about it. And but but I do respect Trump's views on like minnows or whatever he was talking about. He Newt. seems to sympathize with them. But yeah, so, yeah. So, sorry, just to go back to the idea of like if there was if there were more parties and then at least Joe Biden would be in a position where he would be working in coalition with a socialist party or with a more leftist party. And then he would, there would be, it would be made explicit that there is such a coalition taking place rather than just this generic democratic party. Oh, are you going to vote for Joe Biden? Are you going to be like an idiot and help get Trump elected? If there was, if it was made explicit that no, 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 I'm not part of the democratic party. I'm voting for Joe Biden, but like, I'm voting for him because we we have an understanding that he is going to stand on certain political platforms and he's going to follow through or else we're not going to vote for him. Right. Yeah. That's like literally that's politics. <laughs> it's like what's supposed to supposed to happen, right. right? But then this system turns it into winner take all where it's like okay, exactly. if they just if they can somehow scheme it out so that Joe Biden ends up the nominee, then it's just, well, whatever, everything that you were hoping for with Bernie Sanders, then just fuck off. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I, I, I didn't find the exact quote, but uh, Forbes.com says, Senator Kamala Harris insisted during Wednesday night's debate that if elected as president, quote, Joe Biden will not ban fracking. Now, I'm not like that big into that's not like my main issue, you know, fracking. Like I, I, I want healthcare and stuff like that and a green new deal. But like, uh, I, I, I just find that to be so fucked up when you're just taking that stance and I don't know. Yeah. The first past the post system that we have is, is completely fucked up. If, if Devin is running for office against John and Devin gets 50,000 one votes and John gets 50,000, that one person has just spoken for 50,000 other people. Right. And that doesn't and make for the, much however, sense. However, 200,000 people who don't vote. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Devin and I are both like total like slugs and we don't have any like beliefs. We're just corporate suits. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So everyone That's, tunes out. And then of the people that are actually like rotting their brains by continuing <laughs> to pay attention to us. Yeah, that, that one person decides which of our scummy asses gets to do uh, gets to call the shots. Yeah, who has yeah. the morning meeting with the fracking guy versus the afternoon meeting with the fracking guy? <laughs> yeah. Either way, both of us are going to be in that room with that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that so that guy is stoked no matter what happens. He's yeah. rocking exactly. and rolling because he's ready to get fracking. <laughs> yeah, they, nice, exactly. And then also, it's like uh, Devin's going to be wearing like Nikes, but John's wearing like a suit. You know, yeah. like, so it's like, oh, if the, well, right. if the guy well, with the suit gets cool. in, then like, you know, that's the end of your civil liberties, folks, you know, like he's yeah. going <laughs> to yeah. send yeah. you all to jail. But if the guy with the Nikes wins, then they're going to burn down the cities. Right. They're going to destroy yeah. private property. Unlike me, I windsurf. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. John Kerry. John so, uh, that's Canada. why you need to vote. Not because we will do the exact same thing when it comes to the fracking guy, which is like, you know shake his hand and yeah. you know get a deal done it seems like shake such a hand. missed opportunity too because it feels like right now people would vote third party if there was any kind of like any kind of uh indication that other people would go along with you in doing it because it's like yeah teddy roosevelt like was president 
and then wasn't his party's candidate. And then he ran anyways as a third party and he almost won. Mm. Right. And it's like, if you could just do something like that, if you could get like a major political figure to just commit, I feel like right now you really could do it. I think so. You should just call it the third party. Right. And then it's like, what is the ideological position? We're the party that's not the Democratic Party or the Republican Party. It's to create a third party like uh, precedent. And like yeah, that exactly. alone is like historically like revolutionary. Exactly. And to apply pressure to both parties via, you know, we, we all go in this big tent. We call it the third party. And then we say, hey, this is the protest vote. And this is the vote, you know, where we actually make platforms that represent what everybody wants to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like maybe we can agree on a bunch of things because I feel like most people and probably most of the people that aren't voting can agree on some basic premises that uh, that would make their lives better and that uh, are specifically not happening because people in power don't want them to happen. Yes. Right. Yeah. So I think uh, if you if you should look into rank choice voting listeners uh, as as kind of a, a interesting way to uh, affect any proportionality uh, instead of the uh, winner take all method. Um, you know, it, it's it's we need to something's got to give. But I I, <laughs> I, I do th- I I I don't know. I'm I'm starting to think that like it. Well, it seems as though who knows? Knock on wood. Joe Biden's in the lead or something like that. I don't know. But like, uh, if if anything in this election is very close, people are just going to be pointing fingers at everything. Yeah. My prediction in 2016 and still was like everyone's just going to blame Facebook. If Trump wins again, everyone's just going to blame Facebook and be like, "Why? It will be the new Russia hoax." It will just be like, "Well, Facebook allowed this, and Facebook wasn't." It's like, okay, yeah, Facebook's terrible. We know, like. But I don't like our, our the 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 electoral system, the way in which we find people to represent us is completely uh, unrepresentative. Mm-hmm. We got to put a stop to it, man. Come on, okay, come on. Here's the deal. Remember <laughs> when we used to have those cars with the big wheels that go around and around? Your daddy used to pick you up outside the school, but. If they all look at him. He puts on his aviator sunglasses. You can see him through the reflection. <laughs> Yo, did anybody see the Joe Biden's uh, German Shepherd? No. He's got like a big dog. Uh, that's cool. I'll vote for yeah. that. that. I know. Won I, my vote. That's there. We go. That's like the only thing that I know, uh, or like that I think's like. Whoa! Look at that. Wow. That's Whoa. A big dog. He's got a big boy. Yeah, like a huge <laughs> head on that dog. Wow. Do you think it's a police dog? Definitely. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely copped up. It's it's, it's got a like German a German police German shepherd. Like badge got it from a German police precinct. Wow. Badge and a gun. Polizei. It's like he's Arnold the, Schwarzenegger's father. He's got the German shepherd owners locked up. Yeah, De- Dev's got a German shepherd. Yeah. I believe. Is is uh your dog German yeah, shepherd? Yeah, German shepherd. Okay, that's what. I so this really speaks to me in a way that <laughs> almost nothing else Joe's done has. Um, I wonder if Trump has ever had a dog. Uh, I've got a great video for that. There is a clip. I believe it was uh, uh, in the Apprentice like extras, um, where Donald Trump like they were. I think they were trying to do the thing where, uh, um, like. <laughs> 
undercover boss, you know, where Trump was like, had to walk somebody who lives in the Trump hotel's dog. Oh, I see. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to find it, but right. it, it, the, it was. Play the Biden video that you had pulled up there. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I want to watch. We'll try and get the uh, Trump video on the stream. Yeah. So this is a video uh, about Joe, Joe Biden's dog, I believe named Champ. I think that's it. But uh, that's this awesome. is he just yeah. He called it Champ when he first saw it, and that was hey it. Champ, hey Champ, and that was it. Uh, this this video is titled "VP Biden Shows His Dog Is a Talker." Shh. He's, he's big, right? Mm-hmm. Most- yeah, he's big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey Champ, you want to play golf? It's about the funniest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, go get the golf cart. <laughs> watch, watch this. Okay, let's go get it. The let's dog is losing cart. its mind. This is awesome. You ready? You ready? Now, don't knock the cameraman down. We can't go out that door. I mean, that is a 105-pound German Shepherd. He sat through an hour-long interview, quiet as can be, and as soon as he knew the interview was sort of over, and there was a golf club there that he could go outside, he went he went crazy. He was so excited. He wanted to go outside with yeah. his guy, with yeah. his master. Yes. Well, did yeah. he take <laughs> Oh, my God. Wow. Wait, that's Charlie Rose, right? Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> Charlie Rose saying his master. His I know, master. I know, I know. Come on, Charlie. He wanted to go Super outside. creepy. But, okay. A little on the nose. That dog is crying out in pain. But the reason, okay, the dog reminds me of my dog. And the reason I feel that the dog's so excited about going out to play golf with the golf club is because Biden hits the golf balls and then the dog chases them and goes and grabs them. Mm, And my dog is obsessed with chasing rocks. Oh, wow. (laughs) I throw rocks and the dog chases after them. And the dog is like singularly obsessed with chasing rocks. And I feel like... That's, that's, what, that's with, what's going on there. I do that with my cat with pistachio shells. I eat pistachios. <laughs> my dad did this with a cat that we had growing up. And if you nice. just flick pistachio shells across the room, cats love it. They that's like to so play goalie. Cool. That's great. I, I know that um, I was reading about dog ticks and I guess like uh, golden retrievers are obsessed with uh, uh, rocks as well, but they eat them. They, and <laughs> they, it, 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 like they can't, it, it can be a problem where like, my dog, like a uh, German short hair pointer dog, is like uh, obsessed with wood. Like any any type of wood, it will just start eating, eating wood. Oh, yeah. And like it will poop and then I'll just find like chunks of wood in his poop. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but very small chunks. I'm like, you know, like uh, anyway, I'll, I'll stop talking about my dog poop. Um, um, speaking of things that go in and come out, um, maybe we could end this episode on a, with a happy story. That, Sausage uh, boy. A story of yeah. redemption. Yeah. yeah. Dev, where are we? we um, pause. <laughs> where uh, like, uh, time. I never know. Like, yeah. Um, we've got 17 minutes, I think. Yeah. We've got, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. But like for the length of the podcast. Oh, we'll be fine. Whatever. Okay. Let's just go out on Sausage um, Boy. Yeah, let's just do it. Sausage Boy. Or I guess the link is... Unpause. I want like a, a video, if we can, 
Oh, yeah. There is a video on the New York Post story. I love, by the way, I've been getting a lot of New York Post Me too. suggested stories. Me too. So it's actually great. I know. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> it sucks that I'm I'm like really going in on uh, the Washington Post. Uh, or sorry, New York Post. Okay, back to it. Um, all right, let's uh, let's close out with a a nice story, as Devin just said earlier. Uh, this came across the uh, Signal chat. Um, the Blue Men Group, Signal Group that we we have. Um, the title of the article is Boy Who Has Eaten Nothing But Sausages His Whole Life Has Been Cured. Which I would like to say, that's a very leading headline because cured of what? Because I don't see a problem. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. All right, let, let's, 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 uh, let's check this video out. Okay, I'm going to go. It's just... Cream, that's all I'm pastry. Try it, try it a bit more. Okay. So, so it's it's video of him trying various foods that aren't bangers, that aren't yeah. sausages. So he's in the UK and his name's Ben Simpson, 15 years old, and all he eats is sausages his whole life, bangers as they call them. And his mum, his mummy has to go buy bangers all the time. <laughs> and he doesn't like that's gotta be embarrassing. So he he has um what is called avoidant restrictive food intake disorder, which I, I that's I feel for him. Like that that sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. Um it's real bad. Yeah. And it says as a child, he only ate finger food, such as French fries, his mom said. Uh, this had a profound impact on his social developments at parties. He would just sit there crying or he would refuse to go where the food was. That sucks. But (laughs) that was my favorite paragraph in the story. Um, there's a great picture of him too, with a, with a sausage on a, uh, on a fork. Uh, it it looks like the brand that he likes are Richmond and there's inside, inside a bag, there's 16 skinless sausages that he bangers. He, bangers that he Skinless probably bangers. He probably eats all the time. Um, so yeah, he had uh, an extreme phobia, um, and the doctor knew straight away that it was ARFID, um, <laughs> as they call it. So what happened because was, he was like, stuck on a certain brand too. Yeah, it seems like a compulsive disorder. You would only eat Richmond bangers. Yeah, I mean. They're good bangers. They are so, the like, best bangers you can get in the marketplace. Um, the, the, the article says, by using subliminal wording and neurological seed drop to create positive emotional <laughs> association with new foods, Kilmuri, who I believe is the, the hypnotist or whatever that they hired, uh, <laughs> said he was able to open the mind to, to trying them so that the idea of new flavors will feel exciting and mitigate anxiety over potential yucky tastes. Uh, and his mom says, now, if I give him something, he will pop it straight into his mouth. <laughs> Doesn't uh, seem like a, like, rock, a, like a German shepherd. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Seems like so, maybe he swung too far in the other direction. At this point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now he only eats like jackfruit or something. <laughs> yeah. So we, let's play the rest of the video. Cause then it's like, it transitions over to him eating other like new things. Here we go. Uh, bleh, too sweet. <laughs> Why is it every food you give me when you're recording I don't like? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Fine. <laughs> he just goes, mm-hmm, it's fine. He's yeah, got like, something okay. new. I don't know what he's eating. It's got ham in it. Only a little bit. That's actually kind of nice. Nice. Try another one. Blueberries. Blueberries. Oh. It's really sweet. It's like it doesn't taste like uh, sausage. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing tastes like sausage. Much sweeter than a sausage. So yeah, there we go. I'm. I'm. I for one, I'm happy. But yeah, they they use like they fucking hypnotize this kid. And like, uh, I, I've just been real obsessed. I mean, like thinking about, uh, Keith Raniere a lot lately and, um, even Donald Trump and those people who use like neuro-linguistic programming, you know, like Trump seems to have lost his like training manual. He probably, <laughs> Trump probably got trained on, on neuro-linguistic programming in like 1984. And then <laughs> now it's 2020 and he's kind of like, has some of the basics down, but still can't get it. Um, yeah, that's like how I feel about CBT. Right. Yeah. Same. Right, like I right. lost most of it, but I sort of have like I remember the gist of it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exact same. Where? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, NLP. I'm just. Uh, I don't know. We need to incorporate more NLP into this podcast. I think. Yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, I don't even, I'm not even really aware of what it is. Uh, Neuroling is a version of it. Uh, yeah, it's just like neuro-linguistic programming. It, I mean, it really has its roots in um, like pickup artistry. I mean, not. it doesn't have its roots. It started out as a therapeutic thing, but then like really branched off into more corporatized things of like sales and yeah. Pickup artistry and uh, mind control, <laughs> or it even starts with like, yeah, like, uh, oh, I guess it starts with like magicians and like cold reading and like seances and stuff like that too, where you're like picking up on body language to like transmit uh, impressions. Yeah, exactly. And like I've I've mentioned this uh, on on elsewhere uh, other podcasts and stuff, uh, like the magician spectrum, where I've I really don't like magicians because they're they're just. Uh, manipulate professional manipulators mm -hmm. and um <laughs> there's like a spectrum of magicians so there's like this guy on one end who is helping people uh stop eating sausages so much and like opening up the world of blueberries uh to yeah. young men which, which is good he's and like then on a, the he's a white hat nlp <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> white hat and then on the other end you have like mystery the pickup artist or like Keith Raniere or or any Donald Trump maybe you yeah. know like these weird magicians who are like doing evil evil things but it's all kind of like smoke and mirrors and like look over here while I I like do bad shit over here right and and that bothers me quite a bit well you know I think uh, it's the 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 banger boys story is is has a happy ending it's an example of it being used for good yeah. yeah, exactly. So he, he's he's cured. Um, I would love to speak to him about the this. last sentence in the article is very funny too because it's he goes, "Was it as a radical a show of dedication yeah. to his clients?" Kilmery promised he'd film himself eating a a chili that's several times hotter than a habanero, which seems it, like over the top. Yeah, it made me cry. Wait, it made me cry, but kept him and his mom entertained. He said, "As yeah, he's just a, like crying. what a good guy." 
Yeah, he's just like it. That's so spicy. <laughs> he's like, I don't think my tongue's ready for this. He's like I, trying to help this kid out, and he's like, Watch, I'll eat something that hurts me. Yeah, unlike exactly. the safe bangers you're used to. I also like that this happened during COVID and during 2020. It's like the like this kid is like the only person whose mental health is getting better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and and like Richardson's uh the the like CEO of Richardson's bangers is just like uh I don't know what's going on, but our numbers are going down. <laughs> we're, we're, we're like there's just a chart that falls off. He's like, I we're trying everything. We've been doing everything. Yeah, specifically at this one location, we're seeing numbers drop. In a <laughs> yeah, it's way. like in increments of 16, and it's specifically <laughs> the skinless ones. Yeah, there's some guy who's like in marketing research who just can't wrap his head around it. Yeah. Just can't it's, figure out what this aberration means. It's uh it's it, it's good for it's good for the young boy, the young man, Ben Simpson. Bad for bad for pig. No, it's good for pigs too. They're, yeah, it's good for pigs too. More pigs. It's bad for the bottom line of Richmond uh bangers. Everyone, next day. Everyone, thank everyone. you very much for listening to blue men group. We hope that you have been, uh, enlightened somehow, um, and feel a little bit better about yourself in the, the ways of the world. Uh, we'll be back next week. John, thank you very much. Thank you. Devin. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ron. All right. And we'll see you next week. Bye. This is the blue man. This is the blue man group. This is the blue man group. Thank you.